Welcome to another episode of Mundelein Minute. And uh, we're here for a special episode. I have a lot of stuff to go through today. Uh, before we do, I'm just going to jump in and say my name is Eric Schwenk. I am a trustee in the village of Mundelein. Me too. I'm Kara Lambert. You're I'm also, also a trustee in the village of Mundelein. And uh, today I have my, my C hat on. And although it normally stands for Cubs, I'm, I'm wearing a candidate hat today, not the trustee hat. And um, I think we should, we try to separate some of this stuff. It's also kind of hard to. But so, we're going to try as hard as we can to be as very neutral on this topic as possible um, and just show facts. And Eric's going to calm down and not give his opinion as much as he wants to. He oh may give his boy. opinion. Oh, God. Oh, boy. But we're just going to try to just give facts and show and make this like really easy to understand because like what went on this week is insanely complicated and insanely full of legalese, which has always been like the goal of ours to make things not in that. And not Wrong. spend a lot of money on legal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, that too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is, before we get started, my house, my my cameras. Your cat. My cat, house, uh, microphones. There's a bird. There's three cats. There's a couple of kids, a wife running around. I mean, there's a lot going on in this house. So sorry if there's background noise. Yes. Now, you may be wondering what. Are what we... on earth are you talking about? Because we've sure Schwenk. beat around the bush a lot, but we haven't gotten into yeah. it. And I am sitting here with all of this paperwork and these are. Oh my God, I are... just looked and it's my packet is like the very first packet that you're looking at. Yep. We're going to, we're going to tear it up. So I'm sitting here with four out of the five packets. I am, I don't have a copy of my own. I'm, Unbelievable. I'm, I'm guilty. Unbelievable. I know I have a digital copy because I, I scan oh no, and keep all here. of them. Um, and I also have two objections written by Terry Voss, who is a former trustee and we're going to get into some of what has happened in the past two weeks or so since packets were well, packets were due no, December 19th. 19th. Yes. So since that, that time frame, then there's a five day business days um, of when you can submit objections. So basically and writing. this is like happened since December 27th. Correct. Okay. And then, you know, the holidays slow everything down. Uh, and then there was a hearing, a decision, and, and now and that's we're, where we are. we're kind of in a waiting period now to see what's happening next. Yeah. So if we're going to go through. Not. Correct. We're going to go through and talk about some of um, what uh, Terry Voss wrote as her objections. And we're also going to talk a little bit about the election law. And Woo! Oh, just yeah. what you want to discuss on yeah, Saturday night. Right? So here is Kara's packet. <gasps> And sick to my stomach. Yep. There is quite a few things that are required. So this front sheet at the bottom, I'm going to put all this up on the screen so that um, as we go through these packets, there'll be a lot. I know this is breaking my editing rule. Oh, yeah. You never edit it. <laughs> I never oh, edit this yeah. podcast. But today I, I definitely am going to have to to get all of this up there. So there's a, a few documents like um, the statement of candidacy. This front page is a receipt that the village gives you when you fill your stuff out or when you drop it off. Um, you also have to have a um, the statement of candidacy, economic the economic interest. interest form from 2022, which we as elected officials are required to complete every year. And the clerk's office is very good about hounding us on that. Yes. Um, you have to have um, signature pages which sucks by the way <laughs> these packets like i mean not to make light of this but this packet is requires so much information and to make sure you do it the right way and 
my husband will attest to this. I am awful doing this because I yell at everyone if there's anything wrong and I make them fix it and then I yell at them more that they did it wrong. So Sure. It's a pain. It is. It is a pain. So so this is the petition. This is sheet number one of Kara's packet. And I'm gonna hold this up because Stop. because this is friendly. Uh, so and I can talk about yours because you're here. Oof. So at the top, you'll see that there's a heading that the it says that the qualified voters in the village of Mundelein, and it says that these people are petitioning for the candidate's name, for Kara Lambert, with her name, her address, and her phone number, um, to be added to the ballot for the position of trustee for the village, and that she selected for the full term. Unexpired term would be if somebody resigned prior to the right. two-year mark, then there would be an open two-year term, and somebody could run for that position. So then... Um, either the candidate or their volunteers go out and collect signatures on their behalf, and 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 they have to follow the same rules we do, right? Like yep. you have to have it filled out right, you have to get it notarized, you have to fill in the paperwork correctly, and if you don't, then you're getting yelled at by me, or <laughs> yes. your signatures don't count. Correct. So in this case, um, the the person that collected this is Amber Reed Schwenk, my wife. And she collected these people's signatures. She filled out this statement at the bottom, which is an oath. It's an affidavit that was sworn to in front of a notary. That notary, in this case, happens to be me. Um, I am a notary. I have taken the, the training and the, the handbook. I've gotten the bond. I did all the paperwork and did all the, the stuff necessary to be a notary because of issues or circumstances like this. It's, it's handy to have at times. So notarizing a document for my wife is absolutely fine and legal. And she swore to and attested to this. So there's lots of items that have to be filled out just right. And it's not our rules. It's not our rules. It's per. It's per the election code. Third, which is state statute. And it's right there at the top of the form. And this form is provided by the county. So things like the header, the state law is clear that the header on every petition must be the same. It's very clear that your address must be included, that your phone number must be included. Right. And those are items that have to be there, as is the um, confirmation from whoever collected the signatures um, from the circulator. Their, their circulator, um, oh my gosh, what is it called? The circulator's affidavit. Has affidavit, to be there. yeah. So those are, those are the necessary parts. And in this last election or this last um packet signing and submissions um it's actually not even this last one it's pretty common for people to collect the packets and it is the well, right then you know who's running against you right I well mean, I don't sure know, so right? so i get them because i want to see who's running against me absolutely that's why i do it I mean, and i want to see who's supporting them and you know there's some of the behind the scenes to running for office and and, and that's the why strategery. I do it. the strategery absolutely <laughs> um now the election code says that if things in the packet are not correct then somebody who is a registered voter in the district they use the word district so, so in this village. instance it would be the village of mundelein if you were running for library it'd be whatever that library district is or the school board district um, they all have their own lines so somebody that is a registered voter within the village of mundelein can file a petition with the village because we are the not we but the village is the election authority for now and 
has to be in writing and state what their objection is. And that's where Terry Voss um, took this process for two individuals. Uh, one is Ramesh Sharma and the second is Kirsten Russell. And both of these individuals have run for office before. This is not their first time submitting packets. And Terry, uh, Terry Voss submitted these uh, petitions and, and pointed out what she felt were deficiencies in the packets. And that's where I wanted to spend a little bit of time today and go through. Um, Are you going to put that up here? The objections? Yeah. Yeah. So I was actually just thinking about this. I'm not only going to put them up, but I'll link to all the files. Okay. So you can see all of the petition packets. You can see for all five candidates that are uh, currently running and both of the objections. And all of the objections were also part of the, the hearing information online. Cool. 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 So let's start with, um, let's see here. Let's start with uh, Mr. Sharma, with Ramesh Sharma. And Ramesh filed a packet that um, had a lot of blank fields, a lot of blank fields. So he submitted, oh, you know what? Yeah. I should talk about the number of signatures before we do this. Well, you're in, okay. Because that's going to come be into quick, it. But be quick, because otherwise people are going to get bored. Oh, that's true. Because this is going to be long if you get into the really nitty gritty. That's true. Okay. 10,000 so, feet. Flight attendant Eric, 10,000 feet. Oh, a lot higher than that. Okay. 50,000 feet. So in feet. past elections, the, the county has put out the number of required signatures and said, you need the, here's the minimum, here's the maximum. In this, this and it was given cycle, by the county. Given by the county. Let's put that out there. Part and of the packet. it's based on the total number of votes cast in the previous election and a percentage of that, 5 to 8%. 5 to 8% of the no total No less than 5, no more than 8. Of voters in the last election. Right. Not votes, voters. Voters, correct. So this election, the past clerk, Robin O'Connor, did not include that information. And Note it, that we have switched clerks in the middle of petition signing process. Correct. So we started with Robin O'Connor. We are now under Anthony Vega, who is who's the current clerk as of December 1st of 2022. Correct. So here we are. Um, which, by the way, the county clerk is not required by law to give that number, which is why they stopped doing it. Correct. Even so the though county it makes clerk things way clearer. is not required to um, give you that number. I know that the person who filed the objection called the county clerk to get that number and was told no. And that if you go on to the county clerk's website, it, sh it says official results. I actually already recorded this screen, so I will show you here while I talk over it. If you go to the official results, go over to the summary um, PDF, or not PDF, but the summary file, download it, search for Mundelein, and go over to the column. It literally says ballots cast. That's the number of people who voted in the last election. So that was the number that... that these objections were based off of. Right. Now, the county clerk gave the village of Mundelein a file that had different numbers in it. And they gave that file early on, and that's where the county got their... Um, the village got their number. Their village got their number of 188 for their signatures required. And personally, it's by my own calculations, off of the county clerk's website, I saw it as 219, as did Terry Voss and other people. And the way that 
the wording was written on the candidate documents that the village provided was it was 188 signatures with the caveat of consult your own election attorney and make sure that you are doing your due diligence yourself. Correct. So you did that. And it's also my understanding that the village of Mundelein is the only municipality to publish that information this cycle. Okay. So here we are looking through Ramesh Sharma's packet. I'm going to just jump through and say, okay, statement of candidacy form. Uh, and I did highlight some stuff here. He didn't insert a term. So it's not either full term or unexpired term. He just didn't submit a term. Going through his statement of economic interest form is present. Um, he goes into a lot of detail. Cool. Um, there's a cert certification of deletions. He deleted a couple of signatures. And then on page one, there's no full or full term or unexpired term is selected. And that's actually the same on all of the petition pages, um, all 23 pages. That was not selected once. Um, on this one, down in the circulators, um, the circulators affidavit, they failed to fill in the word lake. At the top of page two, the county's not filled in. And if you remember, the header is required to be the same on all, all pages. Again, on page three, the header's not filled in correctly. Page four, personally, I don't see any errors. You're welcome to keep looking. Page five, county's not filled in, address and telephone number are not filled in, and those are required. Additionally, there was one signature that was struck on uh, signature line 10, and number two um, lived outside the village of Mundelein. Five-digit addresses generally, now we learned in, in another hearing with Kirsten Russell's packet with the, the below property that oh, they right. are now included, but they haven't been given a four-digit number. Yeah. yeah, so that still happens sometimes. Um, on this page, number, uh, number six, um, number two, he's 16 years old. He's a minor. Um, number eight, lives outside the village of Mundelein. So like high level again, there was yeah. just numerous errors on these. Lots of errors. Number three was struck on page uh, number nine. So that one had already been struck. When we go to page number 10, sheet number 10, number four and number, number seven were outside the village of Mundelein. Page, let's see, there's page 12. Page number 14, the top, there's no village, there's no municipality, there's no county. Uh, line number 10 is outside the village of Mundelein. Number, uh, sheet number 15, signature number 8, there's just nothing legible there. Oops. Oops. Uh, sheet number 16. Phone number. Uh, the phone number is not completed. County is not entered at the bottom. So there's just lots of errors throughout these packets. And you'll see, if you look through the other packets, um, one of the mistakes, in my opinion, that Mr. Sharma made is that he hand wrote out the top of each petition. Myself, and I know Kara, we create one document. Just one document, just print it. Print it. Hit print. And when you send it to people and you say, hey, will you collect signatures for me? Here's the same document. Yep. And you just only fill out the top portion with your information so it is the same on every sheet. The heading is always the same. So number 19, uh, sheet number 19, county is missing again. Sheet number 20, county is missing, as well as uh, 
On number seven, the address is uh, outside the village of Mundelein. Number 21, the county is missing again. Sheet number 22, county is missing. And uh, as well as signature number 10 was struck. And on the last page, um, sheet number 23, uh, signature number 10 was, of course, empty, and the county was, was not filled in. So with the header being... Um, with the header being not the same on every page, Terry Voss asked that those those signatures be struck, that you have to follow the law. And it's not what the, in my opinion, it's not what the board, the, the not the village board, but the electoral board, which is made up of the senior most trustee, the mayor and the clerk, uh, with counsel from an attorney, it's not what you think or not erring on the side of one or the other, it is what the law says. Right, yeah. So in this one, um, Terry says that, let's see here, that Ramesh, Ramesh uh, pardon me, only submitted 133 signatures, less than the uh, 219. Again, 219 coming off the county's data. Or even less than the 188 coming off yeah, the village's data. the village's data of 188 or the 219, and that's the county's data from their own official re results on their website. Um, and she asked that, that he be struck from the ballot and not, not allowed to run, um, that his paperwork wasn't complete. So at the hearing, uh, there was a lot of information that came out. Um, there was a lot of... In, in Ramesh's hearing, there was a lot of finger pointing. There was um, odd statements that, that Terry Voss needs to be held to a higher standard. Um, Mr. Sharma made the claim that Terry Voss needs to be held to a higher standard because she served 12 years on the village board and that her standard should be higher than his own even though he's running for the same position to sit on that same board um, for, for the village board. I, that, okay. I don't know what that means, but okay, whatever. Um, and he presented his case, and the the electoral board, and of course, uh, Ms. Voss presented hers as well, but the electoral board s sided with the candidate and struck some signatures, but not enough to take him below what they say is 188. Yeah, so he he survived, if you will, that, that challenge, and, and he remains on the ballot. Um, I'm going to stop there and not say one way or another, whether it's facts, not opinions. Come yep. on. Yep. So, so there's that. Moving um, on. <laughs> we'll move on to someone else. Yes. We'll move on. Let me watch the time here. Okay. So next up is, is Kirsten Russell and Kirsten's packet. I hate that mine is in there. It gives me such anxiety. Jeez. Robin Myers is in here too. Everybody's Oof. packets in here, except for mine because mine's digital. Oh, what I are just... you a higher standard? Well, Speaking of higher standards. I <laughs> went and collected the packets from village hall myself and I didn't get a copy of my own. Unbelievable. Because I already had a copy you digital and I just scanned it, the receipt. That's all. I'll add it online. Please so add people it can online. See it. Okay. So we're going over uh, Kirsten Russell's packet and a lot of the the beginning lays out the same that it's uh, 219 signatures is the number that was came up with not from the village's number but from the county clerk's website and going through here you'll see there's some some um, some differences uh, first on the front page that the economic interest form was not submitted at the time that the packet was submitted it was submitted a couple of hours later uh, this this packet was submitted on the deadline of December 19th and, and the 
economic interest form came later, and that is absolutely fine. Illinois law allows for that. You can submit the economic interest form later. You cannot update the rest of your packet later. later. So you can't submit 20 pages of signatures and then come back and be like, oh, I got five pages more right. and attach it to your petition um, or to your packet. That's, that's not allowed, but it's totally okay. So if you see that on there, that's okay. So we'll go through here real quick. He has the statement of candidacy, the loyalty oath, the economic interest form. And you'll notice that his economic interest form looks different than uh, Mr. Sharma's. As it's just a receipt. Ours, yep, we just get the receipt. Ours we do online. Um, they send that out to us every year. And In then May, we get yep. a, yep, we just get a PDF of the receipt. And this is allowable as well. The law says either the form or the receipt that the form was filed with the clerk. So as long as that information is available, that's all that that matters. And I think you can get our economic interests from yeah. the clerk's website. Yep, it's if all if you're bored, record. you know. Yeah, you if you want to see, if you want to see it, it's there. Uh, nothing, nothing impressive. <laughs> <laughs> so, one thing to note here is that uh, Kirsten Russell is using a different form than what was provided on the village's website yeah, packet, is, yeah. and it's okay. It still provides the same statement at the top that the undersigned, you know, are the voters, the village of Mundelein, and that they're seeking to put uh, Kirsten Russell on the ballot for a village of Mundelein trustee. All right. They go through, there's 10 signatures, and then there's the um, affidavit at the bottom that the circulator fills in and signs. And one thing to note here is that uh, Mr. Russell's packet contains a typed in circulator's information, yeah. affidavit and name and that will come into to play a little bit later so as we go through the packet there's not as much to point out here because everything is typed in where mr sharma's was handwritten and things were forgotten and left out not the case here because everything was filled out prior to um, circulating circulating even. it yep. so page one looked good page two nothing stood out page three is good um, I'm actually just going to skip over to the objection here and say, okay, let's say petition sheet number four. Um, the circulator's name as assigned was um, the circulator's name as signed and sworn is misspelled, and that was um, simply ruled out that it was a, a typo, oh. basically just a. A, a scrivenger's error is what they called it in the ruling. It's a good word. Yeah. Um, on sheet number eight, signature number seven didn't reside in the district. Signature number eight didn't reside in the district. And those people are, are outside the village of Mundelein. Uh, number 12, sheet number 12. See, this is there's so much to go through. Thanks. Extra hand there. So let's see, sheet number 12, signatures 8 and 9 um, are outside the village of Mundelein. And then on number sheet number 20. So the pack, the back of the packet for Mr. Russell is where things got a little interesting and where the majority of the arguments came out. So let me get to the back here. All right, so on page number 20, the section was pre-filled for uh, the circulator's name. Which so is himself. It says that Kirsten Russell circulated this. And then at the bottom, it was signed 
twice, and and the notary says that it was signed by Melvin Saltwich, and Melvin's name appears at the top of that that page. So he he's stating here that he collected his own signature, and the signature now appears three times on the page at line number one and twice on the circulator signature, and they appear different. So it was objected to on that note. Well, also it was objected to because the circulator wasn't him. Right. In the information, you're going to put this over so, there. But if you put, if you look at what, because Kirsten typed it all in, right? So he typed it all in ahead of time rather than having the circulator fill it out himself. With his name and address. So it looks like a different circulator. is di- It's different from who signed it and versus who circulated it, even though in fact Mel probably circulated it. Correct. So what it comes down to is that Mel Saltwich signed it stating that he was Kirsten Russell and collected these signatures, which is in fact a false statement right. made in the presence of a notary. And that's the same then on page 20, 21, and 22. And then when you look at the other, um, like page 21, the you know one of them was struck out. That's, that's totally fine. Um, when you take these signatures out because the notaries are invalid, you take out those signatures and he falls below the threshold to run for office. And that's that's what all of this is about is upholding what the election law says and that however again to not get your opinion in it Mm -hmm. the electoral board decided not to correct uphold that correct right so 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 yeah so sheets 20 21 um and 22 it all came down to the same things that the that the the notary part of it was trivial or minor or whatever yeah and they said that um well at the hearing um mel saltwich appeared and was sworn in and under oath stated that he did in fact circulate that petition and did in fact collect those signatures um and said that he did sign it twice uh and explained that that he had signed it once but then the notary said oh if you You already signed it it, you have to sign it in front of me so that's why he signed it twice um, the third pa- member of the panel, uh, a retired judge who was appointed uh, due to a conflict of interest from another trustee who was selected, uh, said, well, why do they look different? And he said, I was rushed. Yeah. So he provided answers and the board decided that uh, those answers were sufficient and those petition packet pages stayed and um, he remains on the ballot. So there's five on the ballot. So the challenges were... Upheld, I guess. Or, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think the newspaper said they survived. They survived seems, there. Seems a little dramatic. A but. little bit dramatic. So we just wanted to spend some time and explain what this process is about, and that as a candidate, we, me, I can speak for myself. <laughs> I don't want to speak for you. I know you're scared. We, me, okay. <laughs> um, you. I just, I feel that we are. We have to uphold that law, that we have to stay true to what the law says, that if we step outside of that and we start submitting shoddy paperwork and things aren't correct, that we should be called out by the voters of our district and told, no, you shouldn't run for office. And that it's not politics, if you will. It is black and white legal, black and white legal way of handling elections. When you turn in your packet, and maybe I should have said this at the beginning, when you turn in your packet, the village staff or even the village clerk, whoever accepts that paperwork, 
is looking for, it's literally written on the front, apparent conformity, apparent conformity. They are not validating signatures. They are not validating whether they all live in the district. They're not looking at every single notary stamp and making sure that it's all 100% perfect and that everything is where it needs to be and all that. They're looking that, yeah, it looks right, but they're not saying legally your it, packet it is, right. is gold. Right. Right. The election law says that is up to the voters of the district to hold those running for office accountable. And that's what we saw here. Yeah. I just, we've, I've said this before in meetings, um, this quote before is that just because we don't like a law doesn't mean we mm -hmm. can't use it. Right? right. And so in my mind, like if these laws are written, they're written for a reason. And if you don't like them, then you need to be lobbying with the state to change how this is done rather than right. dismissing it. So that's all right. So I've, uh, we I, both talked about when we ran for office, reducing the amount of legal nonsense that we get the village in. And I think that that's because both of us has tried to keep things as black and white as possible and stay away from that like gray area. And we've done that. High five. I don't know. Have we? Yeah, we have. <laughs> we have not. Uh, There's not gotten, been major lawsuits since not, we've been on the board. I got into a million dollar lawsuit with a trucking company not or anything wood. else. Yeah. So, but we just really wanted to come on here to just explain it, make it simple, make it easy to follow. And that's it. And I'm happy to answer questions. I'm no lawyer. By any means. Uh, I'm not happy to answer questions. <laughs> okay. But Just I've been through there. this process a couple of times. Um, and I did not sleep at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Sorry. I can't really even pull that one. But, um, you but know. The, I mean, the bottom I'm, line is this process is a mess and it is a debacle to fill out. And these forms are tedious and they suck and everyone's on edge when they do them. But, you know, for you and myself and Robin, who all did it correctly and didn't get challenged, it it is a little bit frustrating that the same standards weren't applied across the board. Correct. And that's Correct. the end of my opinion. <laughs> All right. So that's it. Now that the camera's back on, because it cuts off after 30 minutes. Thanks, cameras. So how far did you get? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the audio was recording the whole time. Oh, so can we... not the video. So... So I'll just put up, you know, a picture of me dancing or something. Please do. All right, good. Yeah. That works. All right, or maybe cool. that gif of you saying, I'll be damned. <gasps> don't you dare. <laughs> that is not applicable to this situation. That's it would true. Be that taken would out of context. Way out of context. <laughs> Thank you, Eric, for that. Yep. So I have to say one last thing. This is nothing personal against any okay. of the candidates. No. This is part of the process. And I don't think that it brings any uh, embarrassment or shame among any of the candidates. I don't think it brings any to the village. This is the process. This is how this goes. Sometimes there's objections. Sometimes there's not. Yeah. In this election cycle, there was. The candidates are still on the ballot right. and whether Ms. Voss decides to take it to the next step, which is the circuit court, Who that's going to be on, on yeah. her to decide. And we'll see what, it, what that looks like. But As for now, of the recording of this, right. there's five candidates on the ballot exactly. and the, the voters will get to make a decision. Um, in as to April. in April. Yeah. Well, actually beginning mid-March for early voting and uh, mail-in balloting. Let me just How's your it. anxiety? <laughs> <laughs> so April 3rd, please vote for me, for me. My anxiety, I can't handle it. <laughs> and we'll be back on Tuesday with another episode of this. Yeah, yeah, we'll be back here Tuesday. Uh, this is Saturday, so what? today's January 7th that we're getting to uh, sit down and film this. And, and we have an 810-page packet to review um, before Monday night's board meeting. 
Well, I mean, I hope you've already started it. No. I have. Okay, good. I like, <laughs> but I looked at the page number and was like, there's a lot of, there's a lot oh, of information that. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My husband hates these weekends. Yeah. Early morning coffee and sit there with the iPad. Yeah. And read. Yeah. And read so. and read. <laughs> Just keep scrolling. It's fine. So, all right. We've lost every viewer we have now. <laughs> Both, both, both of them both my mom and russ are now out <laughs> they stopped watching yep marty are you still watching yep and that's it awesome so all we'll right well thank you we'll Tuesday. see you in the next episode and uh have a great week